0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Great job by Global News uh, uncovering this story. The federal government apparently is uh, making efforts to try to eliminate a workplace perk that you and I as taxpayers have paid almost $4 billion for. And it's probably not over yet. Let's uh, bring Monique Scotty into the conversation. Monique, of course, is the online political reporter with Global News and uh, joins us here on 900 CHML. Monique, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today.
1: It's great to be here, Bill. Uh,
0: what, how did you guys find this? I mean, uh, we, we always know the stories about you know the government spending way too much money on this and that. They certainly don't you know jump in the, on top of a mountaintop and talk about this. Uh, you had to do some digging to find this
1: yeah we did and it's uh it 's something that has been in the uh, the public sphere for a few years they they didn 't make a secret of the fact that they were trying to end this perk, which is linked to severance pay so up until about two thousand and ten, if you worked for the federal government in the public service and you quit your job or you retired, you got severance pay and that's uh, that 's pretty unheard of in the private sector normally severance pay is is just for people who are fired or laid off. Uh, so the government in 2010 said, enough's enough. We've got to get rid of this thing. Uh, but what that meant is that they had to pay out uh, a chunk of money to every civil servant who had been accumulating this severance over the years. And that's the number that we've uncovered this week. And it's about $3.7 billion, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to get bigger.
0: This is listen, I we've had discussions on the program in the past. I mean I, I still have a problem with people that bank sick days and, and try to use them as holidays I, on a philosophical level. I just think it's wrong, wrong, wrong because it doesn't happen with most people that, that go to work every day. But and, and as you described on Global News and as you guys just told us now, Monique, this is this is almost like a, a, a retirement plan for these people. It's not even I think I don't know if severance is the right word for it because they're making money while they're still at work.
1: Absolutely. Over, over and above their salary. Yeah, and I think, uh, I mean, I don't think anybody would argue that if you're uh, if you're giving somebody an entitlement for decades and you take it away, that you shouldn't compensate them. Um, I spoke to the Taxpayers Federation this week, and they agreed that this is a huge amount of money, but it, there's not a whole lot the government could have done to get out of paying it, uh, and that's unfortunate, but th- what they could have done is perhaps phased this perk out a lot earlier. Now, when this was introduced back in the 60s, the public service did not pay as well uh, as the private sector. And now salaries are, are a little bit more in line. So, really, they could have phased this out earlier and saved taxpayers uh, quite a bit of that big bill.
0: Have you been able to identify exactly when this came about? Was it a contract negotiation? Was it something the government offered? And, uh, if it was in the 60s, it was, well, more than likely the, uh, either the Trudeau or the Pearson government, I would think.
1: Yeah, it's very likely. I'm not sure specifically which year it was. uh, And of course, there are different unions that represent different groups of of public servants. But this was something that was added to contracts, basically to attract people into the public service. Because again, the the salaries were not as good. And the government needed a way to sort of say, we're going to compensate you in a different way. And I think at the time, that was considered very fair and equitable. But as time went on, less so. And uh, I don't think anybody, even in 2017, would be arguing that public servants don't deserve benefits and they don't deserve the same perks and things that the uh, people get in the private sector. But I think uh, the concern from taxpayers' groups and from average Canadians is that sometimes they exceed uh, what we see in the private sector. Uh,
0: in, you mentioned 2010. It was the, the Harper government that said, okay, we're going to cease and desist. This has got to stop. Uh, did they develop a Game plan on how to do this I mean they can't just pull the plug on you and this as you mentioned there's a sense of fairness that has to be in here too but uh, it, it just it, it boggles the imagination that it went on as long as it did
1: it absolutely does and they had to negotiate with uh, I believe more than 25 different bargaining units so I mean this is a long process that's been ongoing since 2010. Now the the C- Canada Revenue Agency was the last group of employees to come to an agreement with Ottawa that happened last fall. They still haven't gotten their money, so there's more to come to that 3.7 billion dollar total. And then some people have opted, which was their right, uh, to take the money on retirement. So down the line, we're going to keep paying as people leave the public service, if that's what they have opted to do. So this this is a huge bill. And there are other perks, of course. Uh, built into public service contracts that uh, that taxpayers, federations, and uh, and some other people have had some issues with over the years. You mentioned the uh, the sick leave. That's yeah. uh, an ongoing controversy. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on AM 900 CHML.